Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's Today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. We are with open beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Indeed, we want to behold your glory today. May we be changed into that same image of glory, from glory unto glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. We desire to see your glory. We desire to experience your majesty. We desire to experience all our purity, power, and prestige, honor. Speaking about the same thing, that as Christians, we are likened to an athlete or a soldier. And that we need to live in such ways. We need to live as an athlete or as a soldier if we are going to accomplish purpose. So these two references, 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27 and 2 Timothy 2, 3 to 7. The Christian life is likened to that of an athlete and a soldier. And that it must be lived, the Christian life must be lived in such ways. If that life is going to accomplish purpose. And how is the life of a soldier? And how is the life of an athlete? The life of a soldier is according to order, is orderly. The life of a soldier is according to rules. The life of a soldier is disciplined. A soldier does not entangle himself with the affairs of the regular life, even though they are legitimate. But because he's a soldier, he's on the battleground, he must not be entangled with the affairs of this life. If he is going to please the one who has enlisted him as a soldier. And an athlete must compete according to the rules of the game if he is going to win the prize, if he is going to win the trophy. If he doesn't compete according to the rules, he is disqualified. And we also see that the life of an athlete, the life of a soldier, is not just a lazy life. It's a hard-working life. So the scripture says the hard-working farmer also see that the life of a Christian is likened to the life of a farmer. The hard-working farmer, a farmer works hard. An athlete that is going to win 
works hard. A soldier that is not going to get killed on the battlefront works hard. And if you work hard towards that purpose, it says you will partake of the crops. May the Lord give us understanding in all things in the name of Jesus. Because these principles actually apply to many things in life. Remember, sacrifice to succeed. Without sacrifice, there is no success. So, sacrifice to succeed. Sacrifice is a principle of the natural life. It's a principle of the spiritual life. If you're not prepared to sacrifice, you cannot have success. You got to sacrifice to have success. Living in conformity to divine purpose. That's what the Lord is speaking to us on. Living in conformity to divine purpose in order to accomplish purpose. There's a question and a reminder for us. What is the purpose of God? What is the purpose? What is the purpose? What is the purpose? If I may ask you, what is the purpose? What is the purpose? Living in conformity with divine purpose in order to accomplish it. What is the purpose? If we're going to accomplish purpose, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of God? To glorify himself in us. Or to be glorified in us. To glorify himself in us. That is the purpose of God. The bottom line of the purpose of God is to glorify himself in us. To be glorified in us. It means that he will be glorified, you will be glorified. We will be glorified, he will be glorified. It's a double purpose. He will accomplish both together. He will glorify you and he will glorify himself. John 17, 1 to 5, or just 17, 1 and 5 says to us, verse 1 says, Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to the heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son also may glorify you. I think that's a very powerful prayer. And we can also pray the same prayer. If you are really serious with the Lord, you can pray this prayer. It's a powerful prayer. Father, the, the hour has come. Glorify your daughter that your daughter may glorify you. So would you pray this prayer? Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son. Glorify me that I may also glorify you. Can we do that again? Father, the hour has come. Glorify me that I may also glorify you in the name of Jesus. May the Lord glorify you so that when you are glorified, he will be glorified in the name of Jesus. And verse 5 of the same chapter, John 17 says, And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Can we pray that prayer also? And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which you gave me at the beginning of the world, in the name of Jesus. Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which you gave me at the beginning, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, Psalm 8 verse 1 says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants. You have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens, the works of your hands, the moon and the stars which you have made, 
Wealth is man that you are mindful of him. And the sons of men that you visit them. You say you have made him a, a little lower than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. Amen. What is man? What is man? Why do you visit him? Why do you consider him? Why do you think of him? When I consider your heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars, the great and mighty things that you have made, the oceans that you have made, what is man? Man looks so tiny compared to all these. What is man? Why do you visit him? Why do you think of him? Why do you consider him? What is man? Why are you mindful of him? Why do you consider him? Why do you visit him? And the reason he visits man, or the reason God considers man, is because he has put his glory in man. Because he has glorified him. He put his glory and his honor upon him. Because God wants to glorify himself in man. That is why he visits him. That is why he has invested in him. That is why he has put so much in him. Because he wants to glorify him. Unfortunately, man lost it at the beginning because of sin. But the scripture says, we see Jesus, who has been made a little lower than the angels, who has been made like man, crowned with glory and honor. He has now been crowned with glory and honor. If you can see Jesus, you can see that that honor and glory have been restored. If you can see Jesus, Hebrews chapter 1, if you look at that, very, very important. We're talking about the purpose of God. The purpose of God is to glorify you, is to glorify me, is to glorify his people. This is the original intent of God right from the beginning. Hebrews chapter 2 says to us in verse 6, But one testified in a certain place, saying, The same scripture, Psalm 8, is quoted here. What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you take care of him. You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things put under him. Everything has been put under him. But now we do not see all things put under him. Why? Because man fell because of sin. God put everything under him. But now we do not see all things. We do not see yet. We do not yet see all things put under him. But we see Jesus. But we see Jesus. Oh, may you see Jesus. But we see when you see man, you don't see all things put under him. When you see the ordinary man, you don't see all things put under him. But when you see Jesus, the Son of God, when you see Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of God, the Son of Man, when you see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angel for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, then you will see that that glory and honor have been restored. And the purpose is to bring many sons unto glory through Jesus. You see that in verse 10. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Amen. The purpose of God is to bring many sons to glory. 
May the Lord bring you to glory. May the Lord bring us to glory. In the name of Jesus. The glory of Jesus did not come cheap. The glory of Jesus did not come simple. The glory of Jesus came through sufferings. Remember, when you are going through tough times, when you are suffering because of your faith, that glory awaits you around the corner. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.